2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, well, I'm Diane Scalzi, and I'm the uh, Zoom host for this call. Welcome to the Vespero presentation. And we have um, Charles with us, and he is going to be discussing um, low vision, I believe. So um, I will turn it over to you, Charles, and then... um, you know, once if you're going to take questions, I can go over the commands um, once you're ready to do that. So uh, thank you guys for having me again out, out on the show. And thank all the listeners for tuning in to hear the presentation today. We're going to call it How Can Low Vision Products from Vespero Help You? So we'll first say I'm, I'm Charlie Madsen. I'm a strategic account manager for Vespero covering all three product lines, all the Optelec, Freedom Scientific, and Enhanced Vision. Uh, My main focus is on the VA. So I tend to work mostly with veterans and the VA staffs. Uh, But I do get to come out and do some stuff like this and a couple trade shows here and there. So I I still get around a little bit outside of that world as well. I started in the company in 1998 when it was Freedom Scientific. They hired me as their first magic sales guy. And um, I've kind of worked through the ranks and been there, what's that, 22 years now. So it's been a while. All right, so who is Vespero, now that you know who I am? So Vespero develops products, both both hardware and software. In cooperation with end users, innovation is important to us, and we always strive to the best solutions. Our team has extreme knowledge of years of experience from all three of these companies, that have kind of been put together. And you'll see as we have created some new solutions, especially in the last year or so, that you can start seeing some crossover from features from an Optelec machine that well, you'll, you'll see the Freedom Scientific machine and, and vice versa and with Enhanced Vision as well. So we have a lot of knowledge between those three companies doing low vision products as well as blindness products for many, many years. Our, our um, products are represented in more than 70 countries, so we're a worldwide um, worldwide company. <laughs> we have 25-plus languages, world-class distri- distribution channels. We have dealers and distributors all across the nation that not only sell the products, but they support the products, train people on the products, um, fix the products. So it's, it's, uh, they're, they're great network of companies. We have a full suite of hardware and software products that help vision impaired people. And we also do enterprise compliance. 
So that what that means is we have another leg of our company and they go out and make sure your products are accessible. Our companies will hire us. We recently were hired by McDonald's to make their kiosks accessible, accessible. The ones that you go up and order instead of talking to somebody. I personally love talking to people, so I don't, I don't use too many of those self-service areas. But um, if you're one of the people that likes doing that, we're, we're working on making that accessible to McDonald's. And we've done it with some banks as well. So that's some pretty exciting stuff they're doing. <clears throat> so some instances where low vision devices might be helpful to you. Reading books, newspapers, or magazines. Seeing the smart board or chart. Well, I'm going to rewind a minute. Reading books, newspapers, or magazines. So you're able to increase the size of the font with a magnetic with a with a with an electronic magnifier. Also can change the contrast, help with glare issues. And we're going to get into all that as we as we move along. If you're a student, seeing the smart board or chalkboard, uh, that also or that also applies really in business as well. A lot of businesses use whiteboards, smart boards, and chalkboards when they're in meetings that way, or even social social clubs or church. You can use them for distance viewing of those those uh, forms as well. Using them to recognize faces of family and friends. You can hold them up, take a look, say, there she is, or there he is. I remember what they look like, You're playing games, doing things along those lines, kind of nice. Watching the teacher in front of the classroom. A lot of times you can do an auditory listening and understand what's going on, but it also helps if you can see the person, see their body language, see what they're doing up there. Just makes your um, lecture that much more entertaining, and you might retain more of it because of that cooking sewing or fixing things around the house so these are all great ones so you can you know, thread your needle you know uh, to sew things uh, read the cookbook fix the things around the house there's one guy i know that was telling me that he has a a person that sharpens his super sharp knives and stuff under under a magnifier i don't necessarily suggest you do that but i thought it was a clever thing we're used to you know putting together puzzles or models or you know fixing fixing different things that broke so you can see them doing your nails i thought knife sharpening was a new one i'd never heard before so selecting and matching the color of clothing uh, lighting conditions and you can even use some of these to read traffic signs or the names of stores as you're as you're moving around a city So we're going to talk about some causes for low vision and blindness really quick. Uh, low vision is usually caused by eye diseases or health conditions. Some of these include, but this is certainly not a complete list. So we have a Star, Stargardt's disease, age-related macular degeneration, retina pigmentosis, albinism, albinism, sorry, I said that wrong, nystagmus, nystagmus, cataracts, diabetes, and glaucoma. Those are kind of your main ones. Macular generation being the leading cause of blindness for people over the age of 60 inside the United States, and a diabetic retinopathy being a pretty close second for uh, people of all ages seem to be getting affected by that. And both of those are growing you know, exponentially as we move in time. So let's get to some products. Use a Merlin Mini with macular degeneration. 
So the Merlin Mini is a collapsible, foldable video magnifier. It's an inline traditional style, but it folds up so you can carry it with you. They're lightweight. They weigh about 12 pounds. And you can move this thing, you know, put it in a backpack, put it in your rolling bag, and you can bring it from place to place with you. It's got dials across the front under the monitor, like on the front of the monitor at the bottom, where you can change the magnification levels. You can change the colors, contrast. You can add reading lines, blinds. Now, this, this also... Why it works great for people with macular degeneration, you can move the monitor to different places, lower, higher, tilting it. So it kind of helps you with eccentric viewing. You can even move the whole unit because it's so light kind of to a angle, and that'll help with some eccentric viewing. It also has a distance camera that comes off the back. That'll also turn around. You can look at yourself like you're in a mirror. It'll give you a mirror view. So if you're... Um, doing facial inspection or maybe you have a sore or maybe you are putting on your makeup, shaving, any of those type things. But it's real, it's really cool because you can just fold it up and carry it on out. Now what we've recommended, and, it, and these are, you know, all different eye conditions can use these products in different ways. We just kind of picked a few out that work good with people that we've used them with, with these different eye conditions. So the Traveler and Onyx death sets we are, we're talking about with diabetic retinopathy. One of the reasons is you can get a pretty low level of magnification. I'm sorry. Yo, I jumped off the wrong one. Right, sorry about that. There, uh, it's the ergonomics of it. So great for work, school, travel, demographic. And that demographic's becoming younger. So they're a little more computer savvy and they want to be able to move around and they're going to school and they're in the workplace. So both these devices are small, portable, battery-operated, distance cameras, as well as um, you can look at your face with these as well. You can look in, in that direction. So retinitis pigmentosis is another one. And this is the one that we talk about with the OmniReader. We talk about with using RP. The OmniReader is a scan and read product, but it also is, has a built-in screen. So it scans and reads what you're looking at, but there's also a screen built into it. It'll read it back to you, or you can read it yourself. You can get a nice low level of magnification. You can carry that around with you. Um, it, it's easy to use because of the type of screen it has on it. It's very easy to use for extended periods of time without getting eye fatigue. It's got great glare and contrast. So you can, it's issues, if you have contrast or glare issues, it's a great product to uh, minimize that through the color modes as well as that, that particular screen. And when we're talking about cataracts, we like to talk about the Acrobat. So the Acrobat, <clears throat> the Acrobat's a camera that's on an arm. It's got a monitor. We have several different versions, but we're going to talk about the all-in-one so it's all built in. So it's got a monitor. It's got a camera on it. It can go over to the side. It can go in front of it. It's very versatile. You can look all over the room, above you, behind you, next to you. It's it, um, use it for distance as well as document reading. And it does have it does have the masking features and the reading lines that really help with a lot of uh, keeping focused on what you're looking at, as well as the glare issues that sometimes comes with cataracts. You can really dim the screen down nicely. 
We also have software. We have ZoomText, Fusion, and JAWS. Uh, ZoomText is a screen magnification software. You're able to go in and magnify your, your screen as well as change the colors and contrast, make your mouse big or small, your cursor bigger or smaller. The, um, it'll, it'll read back to you. So we can do a lot with ZoomText. Um, I think you all know about JAWS. JAWS is our screen reading, magnify, our screen reading product um, designed primarily for blind people, but low vision people can benefit from it as well. It's very robust, but easy to use. You just have to learn the navigation and where the help is. And then the, you got the keys to the kingdom there. Um, Fusion is a combination of the two. So if you have Fusion, Fusion will have, you can have all three icons put on a desktop or just one of them or two of them, any, any combination. It's a, it's a great way if you're losing sight, you can start off with ZoomText, kind of go into the mode with both of them, and maybe eventually you might turn off the ZoomText and use JAWS. But it just gives you a lot more verbal feedback than ZoomText does by itself. Basically, JAWS takes over and says, okay, ZoomText, lead the way, but I'm going to do all the talking. So you have all your JAWS controls, all your JAWS commands, all the power of JAWS, with the magnification and all the power that that brings with ZoomText. It's a fantastic product. Now, in our hardware lines, we also have optical lenses. So these are traditional magnifying glasses. We have uh, very high-quality German lenses made by Schweischer. Uh, we have different, different levels of magnification for them. We have the stand magnifiers as well as the hand magnifiers bar magnifiers, little sliders that you can carry in your pocket, um, all of these type items. We carry a number of task lighting, including the Stella lamp, which is my favorite. And we also have a Swisher multi, multi-use lamp. Uh, both of them are LED lights, high-quality LED lights. You can change the uh, brightness and the, they call it the color and the temperature. So you can make it brighter, softer. You know, whatever fits your needs. Uh, we have both of those in portable ones now as well that have battery operated. So you can carry it around with you from room to room without having to plug it in. Then, of course, the electronic magnifiers we just went over, but there's a whole bunch of other ones. Uh, we have all three of the lines have many, many video magnifiers. Portable video magnifiers, the Ruby, the Pebble, the Compact. These are great for carrying with you. Go to sit down, read a menu. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite stories, how I used one, I was trying to get in to see this low vision doctor with a different position I had at the company years ago. He was a local low vision doctor, and I could never get a, an appointment to visit him. So I made an appointment to see him as a patient. And I went in, and I brought my Ruby XL HD, which is a five-inch portable magnifier, and I filled out all my own paperwork with it. So. The funny thing was he actually came out to get me because the nurses went back and told him what I was doing. And when he read my chart that I have 2,400 vision and I have cone rod dystrophy, he came back out and he came and got me and said, how did you fill this paperwork out? So I showed him. Now he carries that line. So I thought that was that's my clever way of getting in to see him. Now we're like friends too. So it's, it's kind of cool. He's my doctor as well as we'll meet for dinner and stuff like that. And then we have the. Uh, well, the desktop video magnifiers that we just talked about. 
Now, we do have a brand new Ruby. We have the Ruby 10. It just released recently. Uh, the Ruby 10 is phenomenal. It is a 10-inch screened Ruby. It has a combination of buttons like our traditional Freedom Scientific line has, along with a touch screen, which is more, it, which is more indicative of, of our Optelec line. So it's, a, it's kind of a, a nice fusion of the two. So the 10-inch monitor tilts up. It's thin. It's light. You can read your product. You can read your magazines, your books, papers, all of that with it. But it also has an arm that comes out from the top. It goes angles to the side. With that, you can then have a live view image if you're filling out a form, if you're doing a crossword puzzle, you're doing any kind of writing. Uh, it also then can take a picture of that page. It gets the full screen, the full full page in it, and it'll do OCR, so it'll read it back to you. So it'll use optical character recognition and read the document back to you. So if your eyes fatigued, you're tired of reading, sit back, relax, and listen to it. Now, I did want to make you guys also aware, we have a lot of different support that's out there for our products. We have a, a main training page. It's freedomscientific.com slash training. This page has all sorts of free training information and help for all of our product lines. You'll find a lot of software stuff up there because the software's work. You know, you need a little more training with the software than the, than the magnifiers typically. Uh, there's also teaching resources. So if you um, are a teacher or a trainer, you can go to freedomscientific.com slash training slash teachers. And that gives you all the different, you know, different ideas and curriculums, different webinars that we've done on, on teaching JAWS or Zoom text or any of the other products. We will be at the CSUN conference if any of you guys are going to be out in California next month, 13th through the 19th. Out in Anaheim, so we will have um, a full crew and a whole bunch of products, and we're having a lot of giveaways each day of uh, some pretty interesting stuff, software and hardware. Okay, Cynthia, you should be able to unmute. Hi, everybody. I have a question, or maybe two. So if someone is legally blind and have partial vision, and they were used to Zoom text, but is now learning JAWS. Do you think it would be beneficial to have Fusion or just keep with the Zoom or just keep the JAWS? Oh, are you are you able to um, are you able to use um, Zoom text still? Well, I worked. Excuse me, I worked with Zoom text a few years ago in my employment, but I haven't right. worked with it since. So it's been about five years. And. I, I, I think if you have some site that's usable, I always think it's most people want to hold on to it. I mean, it's, it's a philosophy difference with some people over others. Um, I use speech a portion, a small portion of the time, and mostly I'm visual. And I know other people that are the opposite. But if you can still, if you can still use Zoom text and you're, you're successful with it and you can and do it effectively – then um, yeah, I'm offered. I'm offered using uh, fusion. Well, using I don't have Zoom text now. I had it at work. Oh, I okay. have JAWS. I keep oh. hearing about fusion, and I know it's a combination. So now that I'm learning JAWS, I'm being trained. Um, but with JAWS, I was just wondering, would it be beneficial until I'm familiar with JAWS to to get fusion, so I can use both Zoom text and JAWS? 
What I, what my, what my advice to you would be is learn Jaws without seeing the monitor. Okay. I think I think you'll actually learn Jaws better and faster that way. And if you decide you'd like to see have some magnification, then you can always add it. Okay, great. Thank you. This is a phone number, area code uh, 207, ending in 054. And you may unmute. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I hesitated to ask because my questions are always pretty basic, being a non-techie person. But I use Zoom text. I do still have a site. And I know you addressed that, but I kind of missed part of what you said. And I just wondered where... Should I go from here? Um, should I stick with just what I'm doing and 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 just as it evolves, follow, or should I begin to think about changing, going to Jaws, or expanding my my options, if you will? Thank you. Are Are you losing sight? Um, slowly but surely, yeah. But it's kind of ba- right now. It's it's pretty static. I'm hoping, you know. It's right. A, it's a, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's never yeah. a bad idea to to learn more of the speech. I mean, the the Zoom text speech is actually pretty good. Uh, it just doesn't Very give good. you everything you need if you can't see the screen. It kind of assumes that you can see some things, and it just gives you hints. Exactly. And, um, and it'll read a right. document for you. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a bit av- a big advocate for for um, for fusion. I think it's fantastic. Uh, but I'm also a big advocate of if what's your what you have working right now is working for you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're losing sight, mm-hmm. it might be it might be easier to learn as you're losing it. Uh, so you yeah. can move to yeah. Fusion, and they and they will give you you know a discount because you already have Magic. But I mean, it's it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm all for learning learning Jaws. The more keyboard control you have, the faster you'll be on your computer anyway, and the more efficient you'll right. be than using the mouse. Right. Right, right. Yeah, I use the keyboard quite a bit. I certainly use the mouse, but basically, I do a lot of keyboard. Much prefer right. that. And that's one of the yeah. one of the things that people don't realize when you'll you'll hear them be like, "Oh, there's so many key key commands," but the key commands are are most of the ones you're using are really Windows key commands that that, pe- right. that are that are built in that anybody can use. And there is, in fact, in in Jaws, there's a you can you can pull a list of them all up. You know, then you, you see mm-hmm. what all of them what all of them can do. So yeah, I'm a I'm an advocate of of learning both, uh, but depending on your you know financial situation as well as you know how what how much you want to do, then you know take all of that in consideration as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the learning curve? This way? It's going to vary from person to person. Good. When when people mm-hmm. what I tell people with Jaws is when you first start learning Jaws, just learn the basic commands to to navigate, which is basically the insert key and the arrow keys, tab key, you know, the these these type things. Right. And then you start moving around and then you'll start looking into the help system. The help system's phenomenal. There's so much there. And Jaws is very robust, but depending on what you want to do, you're not going to use all of it. It's kind of like I use the analogy of a cell phone sometimes. I mean, my cell phone can do all sorts of stuff. I use it for to text people, surf the web, and call people. And you know, it's like so many other mm-hmm. things that it can mm-hmm. do. But those those are mm-hmm. my main my main things. And when I'm using mm-hmm. when I'm using Zoom text, you know, 
they, they always wanted me to test it for a long time. And I said, well, I'm actually doing my job the whole time. So I'll test, I'll test Zoom text on how I do my job. You know what I mean? So don't, yeah. don't expect me to go into all these like color switching and all these different, these different features that I don't, might not use. I will if I get a chance to, but to learn what you want to do. So if, say you want to, you know, write your grandchildren emails, you want to surf the web, find some recipes or do your banking. It, it's the learning curve, I think, isn't very, isn't very big. So I, I think you'd be fine if you have a good, especially if you have yeah. a good trainer. Yeah. Well, and that's the other piece is finding someone because there's a few that's, I, I really love to having someone face to face and that's just not as um, available now or that's a little harder it's not to do happening. It. It's harder to do. So that's the, one of the pieces that I really miss. So where's uh, the 207 me. area code? It's, I'm in Maine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, we do have, <laughs> we do have some great uh, distributors up there that uh, do offer training. I don't, I don't know if they're doing much face to face yet. Hopefully okay. we'll all be okay. able to do that real soon. Okay. And, uh, okay. All this pandemic stuff. Yeah. Over. Okay. Okay. So I'll look into that though, because I really, that would be, that would be most helpful to have, uh, make that connection up here. Okay. Yeah. And if, and you, if, you, if you call down, if you call down to our, our headquarters, which I can give you guys the number mm-hmm. real quick, if you'd like, it's 800 444 44, 43. So it's pretty easy. Okay. And then I'm just, and and they can put you in touch with with who's up there. If you, if you use the internet, you can also, there's a dealer finder on the freedom scientific page. Sure. I'd rather talk to, always rather talk to a person. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Get a little, as we get a little older, that's, that's always my choice. So I will love Thank you for your help. I appreciate it. Thanks You're so much. You're very welcome. Well, do um, you guys, are you guys having a live uh, conference this year? They're doing a hybrid convention at this point, and I think a lot of those details maybe are still being worked yeah. out from what I'm understanding. Yeah, there's still some time. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that CSUN's doing, doing a, live, a live convention, but they are, so we're going to head on out there. Okay. Now the Florida ACB, which is um, coming up pretty soon, can't remember the exact dates, but um, Ron Miller and I'll be there. They're having a Florida-based one that's is going to be uh, live. Okay. So if any of you guys are in Florida, come to Maitland and see us. <laughs> Do you have a an email address where um, people? Yes. They can send questions to you? Sure. It's C M A D S E N at Vispero, which is V I S P E R O dot com. I can go over some of these statistics for the eye conditions if you'd like. Okay. All right. So so these are I found these eye conditions actually pretty pretty intriguing. So approximately 12 million people, 40 years and over in the United States, have vision impairment, including 1 million who are blind, 3 million who have vision impairment after correction, and 8 million who have vision impairment due to uncorrected uh, refractive error. 
So it's a, it's a lot. That's just a lot of, a lot of people. And there's approximately 6.8% of children younger than 18 years in the United States have a diagnosed eye and vision condition. Nearly 3% of children younger than 18 years are blind or visually impaired, uh, defined as having trouble seeing even when wearing glasses or contact lenses. Uh, The National Eye Institute estimates that 7.7 million Americans suffer from diabetic retinopathy. This is the this is the disturbing part for that. The figure is expected to increase to 11.3 million by the year 2030. Yes. And it's roughly 2.7 million Americans ages 40 or older suffer from glaucoma. Uh, macular generation, which is the leading cause of vision loss in America for 60-year-olds or older. And as many as 11 million people in the United States have some form of age-related macular degeneration. This number is expected to double to nearly 22 million by 2050. That's a lot. It's amazing. Yeah. So it, it just points out the importance of of all of us being prepared, you know, for the possibilities and and if it starts happening to us. Um doing what we can to to prepare to you know to make whatever adjustments we need to make yeah definitely to, make make sure you're seeing your ophthalmologist and your optometrist and if anybody's interested and in, you know if you want to know about i have all sorts of information on each of those eye conditions that we just talked about so if uh-huh. there's any that you don't that you don't recognize i can go over those as well we have Tanya who has raised her hand. Um, my, main, my name is Tanya, and I'm from New York. I also use a Zoom text. And <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, uh, I really basically, uh, you know, uh, ooh, I really basically had a, a, a file that was emailed to me. And it was currently, uh, it's a, I mean, it's a zip file. And I would like to know how can I really basically unzip it? Okay. There's, there's, I thought that Windows did it itself now, but there are, there's like WinZip that you can download. Unless I'm dating myself by saying WinZip, I don't know. But um, yeah, that, I would think that if you double click on it, it would give you options of things to use to open it. But there are programs out there that will unzip a file. Is it because it's too big to email to you without zipping it up? So they so then on the other end, you have to have a program that unzips it. Um, if you hit your uh, applications key on the computer, of course, I can only talk about this from a keyboard perspective. I don't know how much you use a mouse because uh, I don't know a lot about that. But um, if you... Uh, hit your applications key or shift F10. It will open up the applications menu and um, there will be a uh, something about opening compressed files. And you can do that, for example, using um, File Explorer. I believe that what the 
it used to be called Windows Explorer. It's Files Explorer now, I believe. And, um, you know, that is a way to do it. Yeah, that's what I really have anyway, File Explorer, yes. Uh, I do have Windows 10 anyway, yeah. Okay, so, you know, that, that should work. Um, otherwise, you know, I'm sure that if you get on any of the technical-related community calls, there probably would be someone there that might be able to assist you further if you can't get it to work for some reason. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Oh. Well, um, maybe we'll talk again soon. And it was nice working with you. You and as well. Take care. You too. You too. Bye bye.